So you're listening to this podcast. Maybe you want to make a podcast of your own. Well, Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast direct to Spotify. Everywhere else podcasts are heard as well. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And if you want to take the conversations of your fans to the next level, you can even do Q&As and polls direct through that same feed. Spotify for podcasters. Get it now. It was a big night for WWE in Boston, Massachusetts. The bloodline. All the brutality inside the War Games cage. What did Sami Zayn do? We'll find out. Get on screen. Share the link or you stink. Watch out! Yeah, what's what's going on here? Uh, that is Nick Harkson. I am Kev Kellum. How are you, Nick? Can you hear me? I can hear you loud and clear. How you doing tonight? Uh, a little, a little buffery on my end. Let me close some tabs. Make the connection okay. flow here a little bit. Okay. We got a lot more to get into. We're talking everything going on with WWE Survivor Series War Games. Do the war games deliver for you? I want to know what you're thinking if you're watching live or even on demand with this. Give us your uh, one to ten rating. One being it was abysmal. It was December to December. Ten being wow, that was a fantastic show. Somewhere in the middle, you know, you want to do it a, a seven point three or something like that. Crazy. Let us know what your match of the night was. So much going on. I know you watched the show. We got people on screen. See that we're gonna throw your stuff up there. Tommy B saying it was awesome. Uh, people yelling, watch out, watch out with us. I love that. Okay, sound off. People giving an eight. All right, I want to hear more of your ratings. Give people get an eight point seven. We're getting a six out of ten here. I'm loving that. Uh, so let's jump right into it. Uh, over on uh, WWE's uh, live channels, they're doing a a Survivor Series, uh, you know, post show media conference. It's pretty interesting. Watch a little bit of that before we went live here. Sami Zayn really being treated like the star of the show. He gets to come out and talk before the Bloodline with Paul Heyman, which is kind of interesting uh, for them to take that route. Uh, obviously, he was a big part of the end of the show. The Bloodline defeat Team Brutes. We thought we would get some dissension in the ranks. We thought uh, maybe. That we wouldn't see that, and they teased it and teased it and teased it and teased it all night, and we didn't get it. Sometimes you tease something, you got to give them something. Uh, but the the War Games matches, I thought were pretty fun. I do think maybe the women's match was a little bit better than that. We'll get to the women's in a little bit. Want to know what you guys think here? Uh, but people are saying it was the craziest end of the year in WWE history. Saying Jesse Hyde, uh, glad they didn't squash Sammy. Other people signing off here. Uh, people saying the best match was the U.S. Men's Title. We'll talk about all the different matches on the show. So stick with us. Don't go anywhere. We got a lot to cover, and we'll get all of your different takes on screen too. So if you're commenting more than once, it's cool. If you're with us for the first time, just shout out where you're watching from. So Nick, your takes uh, on this big War Games Men's Match at the end of the night? What do you think? They thought Sammy was would turn, and he didn't turn. Yeah, um, I thought it was great. You know, I thought it was a great storyline for the entire match. Uh, mm -hmm. Having Jay accidentally super kick Sammy during the match, but then Sammy still coming through for the bloodline and setting up for Jay to end the match on his buddy KO. I thought it was awesome. And then Jay and Sammy making up at the end. I loved it. The bloodlines, they still the ones. They're still the ones. 
<laughs> it's kind of oddly compelling that they're going with the idea of there not being a turn. Since we're so used to turn, 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 we're building to a turn. And they started it last night, and they kind of built it a while ago and got back to it because Sami Zayn was such a special star. We watched a little bit of the press conference, and in a slightly out of character, Paul Heyman said that this was really only supposed to be like a cameo thing. It wasn't supposed to be like a full-fledged thing and became such a big hit and people right. got behind it and now we have to treat him like a real member. And I, I think it's kind of more compelling and it's more organic in that way because it's true. I mean, like more fans got behind the idea of all the silly things he says and how much he kind of stands out. And he's so uh, he's he, he has such conviction and how conniving he is and how much of a liar he is. <laughs> uh, and he kind of plays to the 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 worst part of human people uh, in a good way. Uh, so people sounding off your uh, people saying, watch out, watch out people enjoying it. Uh, watch out how you doing. I'm doing well. Just watching good wrestling. I thought this was a good pay-per-view. I'll give you my rating here in a little bit. I'll give you my one to 10 before the end of the show. Uh, so I'm saying the Usos will turn on Roman. Well, you know, we thought we were going to get some type of turn. They start this whole thing off by sending Jay in there, not sending Sammy. And Sammy eventually got in there and had to help him. And then several times you saw him like saving people. And he had the opportunity to align himself with Kevin Owens. And he didn't. And he blocked a super kick, gave him the low blow, and let Roman do that. Uh, I do think this match was good. It, the most compelling thing about it was that. And I do think, oddly enough, the story became more overwhelming than the over-the-top action we're expecting. Like, I didn't see people feel reactions to the things that the way they did for the women's match. I thought there was a lot more oohs and ahs. Maybe the women had the benefit of opening the show. And this being on, you know, three hours into it, this was a longer pay-per-view. This, this clip passed the three-hour mark, which is something that WWE hasn't done in about the last year and a half or so. Uh, but want to know what you think. Did you like it? Did you not like it? Sound off? Did you want Sammy to turn? I want your comments on screen. Uh, tell us what you guys are thinking here. Um, uh, people saying the girl war games. I think it was better than the men. I'm, I'm starting to see more people say that. Uh, Luhan saying, woohoo. I knew that would happen. Cheers to the bloodline. My tribal chief. Uh, people giving the watch outs, watch outs. I, I like that though as well. Uh, so what do you think? I mean, was this uh, a, a satisfying main event? Did you, did you feel it was good? I do think the storyline was good, but I could have enjoyed a little bit more frenetic action though. I did enjoy people going through tables, all those different things, but I don't know. At one point, I just, I thought Roman got in. Roman obviously got in there, and it was going to be late. But you know, they did maybe about what 10, 15 minutes after they got everyone in, and that takes yeah. about you know twenty five minutes to get to anyway. So you know you're going to get long matches. The pacing of it, I don't think, benefited nearly as much as it did for the women. I agree there. Um, I I have to go with a lot of the comments. Uh, we'll get to the women's match, but I I personally like the women's match a little bit better. I like both matches a lot. But I thought that the women used the weapons a little bit better. I know that the guys brought the three tables in. Like you said, I loved them going through the tables. But they didn't use weapons much other than, you know, KO coming in with the steel chairs. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah. No. And they did some table stuff, uh, but they didn't do anything like super dynamic, you know, right. like, uh, and uh, so I, I did enjoy it. It was fun. It was certainly yeah, it satisfying. Was uh, I wanted more out of something with Sammy and they could still do the turn with Sammy. You know, they could still yeah. go back to that with Sammy and still do some stuff. I don't think they're, they're bound to not turn Sammy as well. Uh, so it's certainly interesting. I want to know what people are thinking and continue to give us your comments and takes on everything going in. Someone giving this a one out of 10, Stephen, a 10 out of 10, really enjoying it. That's a, that's a high rating here. 
Uh, other people are chiming in here. Uh, we'll jump over to the women's match. Why not? We don't have to be in order. We're not going to cover this in order. Uh, did anyone else hear Ronda say that she's the real queen? No, I didn't catch that. Let's talk about that. The SmackDown women's match. This was the third match on the show, which I think had a tough act to follow with Finn yeah. Balor, AJ Styles before, which was one of the better matches that wasn't. Uh, you know, this is only a five-match card, by the way. Only five matches. That's how long the War Games matches were. Um, I enjoyed uh, what they attempted to do here to make it seem like a fun entrance for Shotzi with the tank and the pyro and all those different things. Makes me want a tank. I'm not going to get a tank for Christmas. I don't think I, I don't think those. <laughs> Or I don't. San- I don't think Santa brings tanks to bad boys. Uh, so, but we kind of knew where, the way this was going to go. At some point, Ron is going to get in there and win. Shane is behind her. I guess that adds a different element to her act. I want that limb by limb T-shirt that looks like a cool T-shirt. They threw uh, Shotzi leapt on top of Shayna and Ronda, and they knocked down some Mark wrestlers who were lined up as seats. At <laughs> yeah. I, I thought that was fun. But once it got back in the ring, at some point, you knew it was just Ronda puts on the hold and it's over, right? Yeah, I mean, um, I'm really glad they didn't make it a squash match like I thought it might. No, it be. wasn't a squash match. You yeah, know, you're absolutely right. This wasn't yeah. like a like a like a big glorified squash match where they give her a couple of hope spots. They made her look like pretty dangerous there for a while, but it felt like all right, right. do some fun wild stuff around the ring. She's the <laughs> hardcore wrestler, right? And yeah. but once it just settled into the match, a few minutes later, it was over. It was yeah, over. and you know? and we all saw that coming. I mean, well, at least I did. And, uh, you know, Shotzi gave her best effort. They made her look decent, and I think that she's going to have a great career in the WWE. But right now is just Ronda's time, and uh, until someone can step up and prove that they can be better than her, maybe a Becky Lynch, um, I think that Ronda's going to stay dominant for a while. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Continue to hit the like button. Let us know what you guys think of WWE Survivor Series. Also, if you're watching the stream, uh, we have a link to everything going on with Survivor Series. Sports Kita, the breaking news, all the different stories. If there's any injuries, if there's any storyline developments, how people who are in the industry are reacting to it. Everything Survivor Series in one click on this video. So you can definitely go check that out. If you want to watch this on demand, you can do that as well. We're going to put the uh, audio up in our podcast feed as well. We just dropped uh, new shows with Dutch Mantel and Teddy Long by the way, in our podcast feed. So go listen to those. Uh, so uh, let's jump over to another match here. Um, people saying, I'm surprised Rhea didn't help Finn Balor. Let's talk about that. The first pay-per-view win for AJ Styles. This is odd enough. Maybe it's the pandemic or something like that. Maybe it was him being on the shelf. The first pay-per-view win for AJ Styles since 2019, which is crazy to think that he has not won clean a match on pay-per-view since 2019 which is kind of crazy to think of that's absolutely insane to me in terms Just, of the singles match he did have those tag matches with almost and stuff like that too that's so. true that's true yeah, yeah but I, I thought it was a great match um i did pick finn balor to win not because i dislike aj i love aj and uh i'm actually you know i'm not mad that he won i I like the way that the match turned out. I thought it was a, a great match between the two, you know, kind of a dream match, like you said. And um, yeah, I'm I'm not disappointed at all that AJ won. I'm 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 happy that he won. Actually, I got, he kind of yeah. swayed me over to the other side halfway through. Mm-hmm. And I thought they had a really hot opening with the women's war games match. I thought they had a tough act to follow by just doing a a, oh, yeah. a, a singles match, only using one of the two rings they had there. They also he came out with the OC. Obviously, uh, Balor came out with Judgment Day. He didn't have Rhea with him, even though she was just, you know, people were like, how come she wasn't there to help him? Because she just got missed it in the face and, like, <laughs> yeah. just did this working thing. So it's fine. 
and, and Dominic got booed like crazy. Of course, Dominic and Rhea attacking his father on Thanksgiving, so they're keeping that storyline hot, which I thought was a very clever way to use social media. Yeah, I thought it was um, awesome. Yes, I thought that was cool too. And they did reference it, uh, so they did get that in there. Uh, and eventually, they brawl to the back, and that allows this match then to really get going. I do think Boston was oddly quiet until that happened, and then they got into it. I'm not saying they were roaring and they were on their feet. I don't think they got any louder than they did during uh, maybe some reactions they had later on the night. But I heard a lot of people saying, oh, this is a boring match. This isn't this. I was like, look at all the history that's in there. That's right. Finn Balor right. and AJ Styles, and they referenced New Japan countless times on this at least four or five times they meant they they brought up goto they they, refer, they referenced <laughs> like the iwgp heavyweight championship and like all these different things that are just such calling cards of triple h saying yeah i understand wrestling is bigger than wwe which is not something you would hear you know with vince it would be they were a champion in japan you know like it would right, be vague right. or something like that um what did you think of it overall i thought this was a really really great match and it went the right way Balor can still eat the loss and still be Finn Balor. And I thought Styles could too. He's still gonna be he's gonna still gonna be AJ Styles, but I think you gotta rev him up and remind people that you can create some new compelling guys, maybe down the line for uh and it, uh, Roman Reigns on a on an off pay-per-view. You know, I think you kind of need some people that are baby faces, especially Cody Rhodes not there. Yeah, yeah, definitely agree. Um, I loved it when they had the two factions fighting and leave the ringside, uh, like you mentioned. It just gave a more fan, fair advantage to each wrestler. And, uh, you know, because if, if the Judgment Day's out there, mm-hmm. they're, they're pretty conniving. I know the Bullet Club's strong and, and they can hold their own. But if both factions are out there, I, I see Finn Balor finding a way, maybe a cheap win to, way to win. But um, since they let him go back to the back, you know, it's set up for AJ to prove that he is the better wrestler. <laughs> uh, Steven from the Elimination Chamber is saying, hope AJ gets a title shot. like to see AJ get a title run before he retires. Well, yeah, he does. You know, this he is saying like a couple years ago, he said this is nearing the end of what he wants to do. 45 years old, still looking great. You know, he didn't look, he didn't look his age. You know, he didn't wrestle his age. Uh, so definitely there. Uh, people saying, uh, Steven also saying that the crowd was asleep during Ron's match. I didn't think so. I think they were periodically in and out of the show. So I think that's fine. I did get text from my buddy Chris, who actually went to the show in Boston. Nice. Uh, he nice. said the people were flat for the men's match, uh, that the women's match was better, uh, and that he. Uh, I'm getting another text from him right now. I'm trying to pull up my hair on screen before I can. I can lose it here. I don't want to lose it. Uh, style should be flip and Bible thumping heel. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm not a fan of styles, but it was uh, the shadow of the. It was in the shadow of the women's match. Yeah, I think that was true too. The women's yeah. match was really really good. Uh, Austin Theory was good too, is what he said. The crowd was good, is what he adds. Uh, so, um, interesting stuff. Let's jump over to that. The big match that I think surprised people in terms of booking. Uh, this is definitely a shocking turn for how red hot Seth Rollins has been recently in WWE, and how uh, they really threw some cold water on the on the fire that was kind of simmering down anyway with Austin Theory. He was Mister Money in the Bank. He failed to cash in with the U.S. Championship. Oddly enough, he tried to cash in on Seth Rollins as the champion and lost. And uh, since then, it's kind of gotten more hubris in the sense of entitlement. And they gave a little bit more depth to his character the past few weeks on television, which made it, I think, more edgy and interesting. Because he didn't believe at all he was ever going to cash in on Roman. And when he had tried to, they treated like he was a big old goof who got cut off and punched (laughs) by someone at ringside, you know? Um, This was a really, really cool match. It is exactly what I thought it would be, a frenetic match that showed off how great of a pro wrestler Seth Rollins is. 
when he was doing those dives through the ropes back and forth from one side to the other. Uh, Bobby Lashley showing off his power, putting the hurt lock on both guys at the same yeah. time and people Crazy. losing their mind. Him throwing Austin Theory around, Austin Theory being a total just the shiz chicken shiz heel just sneaking in there trying to steal every pin and eventually he does he steals the pin uh and uh, this is a spear by seth rollins and then austin three pushes him out of the ring and gets the pin (laughs) like like like, and it was it was such a chicken shit thing to do and he's such a chicken shit heel (laughs) i need more of these guys and that's kind of what Sami Zayn will eventually work his way back to being um but i thought this was i was like i hate you and if you hated it and you wanted austin theory to get beat up that's the idea <laughs> like like so like that that that's how it worked uh this is this was i thought a really really good match and exceeded it showed how good seth rollins is in these multi-man matches he he, he really figured out how to get everyone shown off i love that stephen chambers agreeing with me here uh, on it sounding off here jonathan golden saying rollins tapped in the hurt locker at some point let's someone saying that well it's kind of hard to tell i think are you talking about the one when like both of them were in it there was another time where like uh like austin had like a sleeper on Bobby Lashley, and then he had a hurt lock on another guy. It was a really fun, dynamic way to use all three guys, right? Yeah, I definitely uh, love this match. This this might have been my favorite match of the night. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely – I was shocked at the end. I did not expect Austin Theory to win, especially the way he was getting tossed out of the ring at the beginning by both guys, and they were mm-hmm. just kind of making him look like he was irrelevant in the match, you know. But, um, yeah, it shocked me. Uh, I kind of hope – that they're taking the belt off of Seth so then maybe they can set up a feud with him and Roman Reigns. Maybe maybe Seth now is going to go for They'll the Build to Universal it again at, Ro- at Royal Rumble. It'll be a rematch yeah. from last year's Royal Rumble. They did it last I, year. Yeah, so uh, I, I would be excited if, if they went that angle. But, um, yeah, I thought it was a great match. Definitely did not expect the ending. But, yeah, overall, my favorite match of the night, I think. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, Tommy B agreeing with you is your match of the night. You also got a Go Bulls comment here. I had to, I had to make sure oh, you know nice. Go Bulls. Yeah, <laughs> see if the Bulls can hold it together, holding down exactly. Yeah. You know, there we go. They're not the Bulls of old, though. We were spoiled with those Bulls in the nineties, weren't we? <laughs> That's true. Uh, let, let's let's jump over to the match. I think that was maybe for a lot of people online the match of the night, and this is the one that opened the show. This is Team Bianca, Bianca Belair, Becky Lynch. Leading the squad against Bailey, Damage Control, and Rhea Ripley. Uh, I thought this was a really well paced match. I thought having Rhea come in at the end was the right way to do it and have a wreck house. And they got a lot more time than the men after they put the people in the ring. So it felt like two different matches in one. Uh, I thought they really shined. They did some storyline stuff with Nikki Cross uh, and saying, I never forgot about what you did to me, Alexa, when you stopped being my friend and uh, they I did a lot it. of those things um uh there was a callback to the infamous thing that eo sky did in a previous war games match where she put on a trash bin and she leapt on people i was hoping they would do that again but they just put the trash can on her and kicked her which i thought was a little underwhelming i was like, like put the trash can on do the trash can spot again <laughs> um becky lynch uh winning with a big splash off the top of the cage uh, through both Dakota Kai and Io Sky on the table, which was really impressive. I thought the multi-man, the multi-person, multi-woman stuff in there was really fun dynamic. I thought when Becky Lynch got in, it was cool. I thought Rhea Ripley looked like a world killer. I don't think uh, there were some scary spots. It looked like at one point when uh, Bianca took a splash that maybe she did some type of damage to her knee. Uh, yeah. There was one spot where 
Bianca went to powerbomb Rhea off of the corner, and she came she came down her head, and that looked nasty. So there was some scary stuff, and I hope everyone's okay there. Um, but I enjoyed this one. I, of the two War Games matches, this, this was significantly better. I don't know what this does for damage control going forward. Everyone says they don't look like a real formidable faction, but it's worth noting they won at Clash of the Castle. They, they won on pay-per-view twice. They've won several big matches, but they've been eating a lot of like the runaway promo things. And Becky Lynch is a huge star. Bianca is a huge star. She got a big pop tonight. Oh, yeah. Um, and it was a fun ending. I think you need a feel-good ending. I do think that sort of telegraphs later on in the night when you have the heel team, even though they're heels, the bloodline are still very over. But like I just like I said, they're Darth Vader. The, they're the Empire. You could cheer for them, but you know they're the bad guys. Like that type of cool <laughs> heel. So, um, I enjoyed it. I thought this was really, really cool. Like I said, I had friends text me from the show saying they thought it was really good. Uh, people chiming in with their thoughts saying, Eo from the top of the cage. That was really, really cool. Yeah, she did that early on, too, by the way. That was like early on. She like got that in like in the first 10 minutes or something like that of like a 45 minute match. Uh, Steven Chambers, I really thought Alexa would turn heel. She didn't need to. Uh, I thought she actually had a really good showing, too. Uh, and uh, everybody did a really good job of kind of highlighting everyone that came into the match you know like people saying they want austin theory versus johnny gargano you know that's another thing think of the healthy scratches on this pay-per-view there are a lot yeah. of like big names that did not make the pay- make the pay-per-view randy orton's still on the shelf obviously that's a big one but like gargano wasn't on this show like there's like they're, it, that makes me think of everyone that wasn't on this show that was a, a big lot. big name in wwe uh so uh for the most part though i think you know, two big multi-man matches but uh, overall, I thought this was a good pay-per-view. It didn't have the novelty appeal that last month's Crown Jewel had with Logan Paul having this shockingly good match with Roman Reigns, and I think that novelty made it so special. Uh, and how many times can you do that? We know we won't see that all the time. And War Games isn't something we have to see all the time. I did think that was fun. I do think the men could have done more uh, frenetic, crazy stuff with like the cage itself. But the women outshined them. The women absolutely outshined them. Not saying it was like a blowaway thing, but this was anyone who tells you this is a bad pay per view is reaching. This was a this was a very very strong pay per view. Out of ten, I'm gonna give it a soft seven out of ten, almost a six point five. But uh, I think it's seven because those matches outside of the war games were all fairly strong. Only Ronda Rousey and Shotzi was that was okay. You know, like if that was on TV, people would be like, "That's a great TV match." But they have a different caliber of rating these things. I want to know your rating if you're watching or listening. Uh, let us know what you think. I sound off the 1 to 10. What's your 1 to 10 overall on this big show, WWE War Games in Boston? <laughs> you you want to know my 1 to 10? Yeah, yeah, your 1 to 10. All right. My 1 to you 10. Stand uh, by it. You stand by it. For War Games. Let's see. I had... I, you I said really it the right way. The right way. War <laughs> Games. You said that in there. <laughs> War Games. <laughs> Um, I'm gonna go tweeted it out that today. Even he tweeted <laughs> out the war games gift today. He's like, just because we, we're missing you, you know. So you, yeah. we know you're signed with the other guys, but yeah, sure. So fun times. I'll give it a uh, solid it? Uh, it seven point seven. I'm giving it a solid seven point seven. I uh, oh, so you really like the show this. a lot more than I did. I, I I enjoyed it. I had a lot of fun tonight. Um, you were watching with buds, right? We, you and I were texting yeah. during the show. You were. What'd your buddies think of it? And are they diehard wrestling fans? Are they as smarky as you are? Um, one of them, you know, they they're kind of more casual, but they they've sure. definitely been keeping up as of recently. And uh, mm-hmm. I think he definitely enjoyed it. Um, yeah, he 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 overall liked it. And I think that I've noticed more of my friends are getting back into wrestling now, and they're finding it more enjoyable to watch. I don't know why that is. Maybe it's. Triple H. I don't know. It's still football but, season too. Yeah, yeah. It is and so uh I, I think it's cool. I don't know. You know, we're used to the 
casual wrestling fan that's your buddy and you're a diehard wrestling fan starts talking to you once playoff football starts you know like yeah. they, they like once once they know their team's out of it and they're just kind of like betting on the games fantasy football's done uh you start yeah. to have those fans ask you like hey what's going on who's the champ in wwe now like what's yep. when's the royal rumble can we do the royal rumble thing so we can do the fantasy thing for that yeah. and there, there is no there is no better there's no better betting on wrestling than there is like pro wrestling. Better pro wrestling. There's DraftKings. You can do like the prop bets and stuff like that too. But yeah. there is no better prop bet thing than the Royal Rumble for me. And and I, and also like Royal Rumble is one of the most fun shows I think to watch with a group of people. Oh yeah. Um, I did think the show was fun overall. I enjoyed it. I thought it was good. I was expecting a little bit more, uh, but I wouldn't say it. it it was just shy of my expectations. I expected a little bit more craziness in the men's match. Oddly enough, the crowd in Boston sold out. Maybe they're coming down and up on different things, but you can't predict what a crowd's going to do. Uh, and, and sound off here. Let me know what yours are thinking. Some people really enjoy this. I'm, I think the lowest rating I've seen for this show from people who are just with us live. And mind you, mind you, people watching on on demand may give us a one. Franklin uh, being really funny, giving us a six point nine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm a I'm a fifteen year old boy. I'm getting a lot of nines. I'm, I'm not. I've only gotten a couple of tens here, but I'm getting like the six point five is like the lowest rating I think I've seen in the chat for this show. So a lot of people really responding nice. to it. Obviously, if you watching on demand and we're not live now, think differently. Let us know what you think. It's more important what you think. Anyway, uh, everything going on with Survivor Series is up right now at sportskita.com. Download the Sportskita app, especially if you're following the World Cup. That's a perfect way to do it. You don't have to do all the Google alerts and stuff like that. Just pull up the app. It's all right there. You can personalize the app, by the way, to just your team. I'm, I've personalized it just so I get all my U.S. men's national team stuff on it. And uh, I'll be disappointed on Tuesday when they lose to Iran and not get a World Cup. That's just what I'm conditioned to. Oh, uh, but yeah, so definitely go and do that. And you can personalize it to, to even your favorite wrestler. So definitely go get the app if you haven't done so already. Let us know what you think. So some more people give me some 6.5s here. You know, a couple more things here. Uh, and oh, people saying, well, wrestlers make more money than other than other sports stars. I don't know about that. Depends. You see the money that people make in the NFL? I don't know about that. Uh, and <laughs> I, I love this one. Uh, Charlotte saying, I got my husband to start watching wrestling when we first started dating. Yeah, he better. You know, I've, I've dated I've dated a couple of women. I can't I can't convert them into wrestling fans, but they'll pick out their favorites. They'll ask me what cute guys they like or. or <laughs> uh, I, I remember I was dating a girl and she didn't know what was going on. And uh, it was when uh, Ric Flair was managing Dolph Ziggler for a minute. And and she goes, just the guy with the spaghetti head. Is that Ric Flair's son? <laughs> like, is, is that just his son? Okay. Like, she just assumed he had hair like him. That oh, was his son. Funny. So great stuff here. Chris Allred, she's always with me. Thank you so much for the support, Chris. He says, great show. Thumbs up. Uh, I'll take the smiley face. Uh, Kevin Kellum, enjoy wrestling. Everyone else, have a good weekend. And the same to you as well, Chris. And the same to everyone watching. If you're watching for the first time, don't make it the last time. Turn those notifications on so you know exactly when we go live. We, we're going to keep doing more live streams and different stuff like that. News videos dropping from us as well. Uh, and definitely go check out the Sports Kid Wrestling YouTube channel. We are itching ever closer to 40,000 subscribers. Uh, we just dropped a top 10 shocking moments of Survivor Series. I think we know what number one is. It's number two, number three. Kind of surprised you. All right, you can follow Nick. Uh, Nick, tell him where the Twitter is, baby. At nharkson24. That's at n-h-a-r-k-s-e-n 24. Kick ass, dude. Kick ass. You can follow me on the Twitter machine at Kev Kellum uh, as well. I'm over on the Instagram at Kev Kellum 6. So give that, uh, give that a call uh, and all those good things. 
so uh, we're wrapping up here. Thank you guys so much for watching. Hope you guys enjoyed yourselves. If you haven't done so, once again, go ahead and subscribe to Sports Keto Wrestling. Let us know what you think and all those good things. Uh, yes, we are going to have a lot more going on with all the different content on our YouTube channel. So that's where you want to go. You're going to get more than you even get here on Facebook. Uh, so make sure you don't miss that. And we also have a side channel as well, WrestleBench, where our exclusive shows with our big personalities like Vince Russo, Teddy Long, Dutch Mantel, they're going to go over there. So just letting you guys know, this is a programming wording, a, a, a programming note, all those different good things. Remember when watching wrestling, whether or not you're bitching about what Sami Zayn did and didn't do because your fantasy booking wasn't fulfilled because in my head I wrote this and then it didn't happen on the television. Just calm down and remember when watching wrestling, you can do this one important thing for your health, your brain, and your Twitter feed. You can just, you can just calm down a little, little bit, okay? And just remember, take a deep breath. Boo the bad guy, cheer the good guy, and enjoy wrestling. Watch out, watch out, watch out, watch out! Watch out.